Welcome, everybody, to Total Sidebar, the podcast that keeps you on track by getting off topic. In this era of overachieving, where everything has to have a point, we have no point at all. And yet, we do have a lot to say. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Total Sidebar. I am your hostess, Ellen Cumley, with my fearless co-host, Miss Jen Palmer. Hello there. And Alexandra Shumway. What up? You know, folks, I'm just going to put it right out there. Go. If you tuned into our last episode... It was dirty. <laughs> it, it was dirty. I mean, like gross. Like it was like actual poop. actual yeah. dirt. Yeah, like poop. Dirty. We didn't. It was yes. <laughs> not you not like oh. household dirt. Too. Yeah, yeah. We talked about cleaning. We talked about kitty litter. We talked about scraping poop off your boot. And I just want to say for anybody who's tuning in for the first time, that'll probably happen again. Yeah. yeah. And we are apologizing, but we're not erasing it. Sorry, not sorry. No. It's almost like that. Yeah. But but I did feel badly enough about it to preface it with a sort of an apology. So if you would like to rant at us, please send us an email at totalsidebar at gmail.com. And at the same word. time, yes. if you want more poop humor, please also <laughs> raise your hand. Because we have lots more. Tons. Lots where that came it from, and, and actually, I have a little tiny bit, just a segue to that. I didn't want to go there. I really wanted us to up-level things, <laughs> talk about issues, talk about aspirational things, body, mind, spirit. Maybe art, poetry. Yeah, maybe Rembrandt, all that. But we're going to go back to poop on the shoe? Well, here's the thing. Okay. This this was made, um, clear, not clear to me, I knew it before, but it was highlighted to me the other day. I have a friend who lives in California, so we can use that as the excuse. Maybe it's California, but I know it's not because I lived there for a time. She does not buy Kleenex. What does she do? Oh, handkerchiefs? Does she wash the snot no. out of things? No. Oh, actually, you just reminded me of a Or did she just snuff it back up? Okay, listen yeah. to this. So listen to this. If you want a Kleenex, use toilet paper. So use toilet paper. Yeah, I, I use that too, depending uh, yeah. on how close In a pinch? Pin. Sure. Yeah. In a pinch. But do you provide Kleenex in your home? I totally. do. Do you have packets of Kleenex in your bag? No. No. What do you do if you're snarfing in the car? Uh, I have Dunkin' Donuts. I have Dunkin' Donuts in my car. Uh-huh. department. Totally. So napkins They give you so food. many. Yeah. 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 Got it. So it, it hurts. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a little scratchy and yeah. not soft. But, but then I can use a wet one, which is also in my car. Yeah, I have lots of those in my car. Oh, too. I don't have those. You I mean I, I thought you meant a wet Dunkin' no, Donuts uh, one? No, that you're oh, a wet one. Uh, you know, in the yeah, a, a wet one. Yeah, like in the a, circle container. Sure. Like I think of that. What did you? What you both are raising? Canister. You're yeah, raising children. Yes. What about well. when the little noses ran? You just grab a Dunkin' Donuts napkin and kind of hit it. Well, usually they didn't ask for assistance. They were too busy wiping it on something or that just I didn't know it about. Drip. They're gross. Kids are Kids gross. Kids are gross. I, yeah, they are. Okay, then I'm clearly uptight because I'm a Kleenex aficionado. Oh, there is a packet of Kleenex anywhere you turn in this house. Any place you look in this house, you'll oh, find. I see one right there. A box of Kleenex. Wow, you always will. That. I love packets. My mother was a Kleenex travel pack lady so she always had them in her purse my kids know to have kleenex travel packs. wow when the that's your thing on, they have travel packs that they put in their ski pocket their ski jacket pocket so when you get to the top mm-hmm. of the lift and mm-hmm. you're completely nose is running you can clean it on up <laughs> mm-hmm. she i found it astounding she's a cheapskate and yeah. that's why she won't buy it and she also buys the cheap toilet paper oh uh, the, again you may as well just get a duncan oh a duncan scots? Snack? I, scots scots yeah oh there's i'm sorry that's not toilet paper it's not even close no we also that grew hurts. up in a very frugal, yeah. frugal home which we discussed last week yeah and i have to say 
that was one of the first things that I did as an adult was to Same. go out and purchase the most expensive, the you softest upgraded. ply, Charmin, etc., that I could find. It clogs up my toilet on the occasion, but it's worth it because I agree. My it's one of those right. and frankly, it's 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 something it's a fun to every thing. day. Like, you you've made it. You've it is. made it. You're it a grown is. up and exactly. you don't have to do it. I mean you Because Scott's toilet paper you feel like yeah. you're wiping your butt in like eighth grade. Well and you have to you have to like quadruple it up. So you use yeah. the same amount of energy. Using forty three sheets just right? to get point, get yeah. something done. Also we um uh, we by the way, I'm glad we didn't go to poopy. Poof Thank goodness, right today. off the bat. Yeah. Anyway. I will say really quickly about the tissue situation, though. Yes. We had a relative who used to blot her lipstick on it all the time, so every now and then when she would hand you one, mm. you'd have to very carefully blow your no- nose yeah. where there was no lipstick mark, which yes. was not a fun game. Yeah. How about, did you ever have a piano teacher like I did, Mrs. Amy, who liked to put a Kleenex in her Spidel Twistaflex yeah. wristband? Grandma did. In the, so yeah, was, yeah. There was always a Kleenex always. there. Yeah, up yeah. the sleeve. Sometime, or in the bosom. In the bosom, yeah. Or no, way grandma, up the sleeve. Yeah, grandma, the did, sleeve. grandma always had them in, in her sleeve, in her yeah. sleeve yeah. and she would pull them out for you there. Because if you had a... Um, Let's bring that back. A yeah. mucus situation in church, which yeah. she spent a lot of time in, yep. you just pull one right out there. Yeah, and She'd get right at you. Yeah, I like that. I Ooh, we, thank goodness we didn't okay. go low on this. To no, start off. let's bring it up. Bring it. Hey, we'll bring it right up. So we have a number of things to discuss today. None of which I think are related to the bathroom or mucus. I'm excited. I think no. we can probably leave them there, though. We we can, we'll get there. Actually, I I'm looking at my list and I think I may have something that uh, that'll take us right back down. But so I don't worry. It um, Alex, do you want to start with your topic for today? I do. I was thinking the other day about. Um, Two words: the worst chore. Mm. I mean, we all are homeowners, at least in this in this gang here. <sighs> yep. And um, I mean, there's you know all the chores that you hate doing. And I remember growing up, like, you know, you know, it was my chore to clean the bathroom, and someone else's chore to do this. And I hated it, and I always tried to get out of it. And as a you know, as a kid, I was like, I'm never gonna make my kids do this. And then I grew up, I was like, I'm absolutely gonna make my kids do chores. And then as a working mom of three, I never make them because they don't do a good job and I have to redo them and it doesn't bother them. It bothers me. So you know what? I like, I own it. There's a lot of things that I do that just kind of fall on me. There are two, which I hate more than anything. Number one, and Jennifer, you can attest to this because in your cave house, you get this making the bunk bed. Oh, it is. I don't know how they take those tight, mm. tight, tight things on the top bunk. They must squeeze that 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 top mattress in there so tight. It is you the can't mother- get a hand mm-hmm. you can't. under there. Never. And I've broken more fingernails trying to put a fitted sheet on same. that thing. Yep. And you wind up, it's always <laughs> loose, and you're like, you know what? Screw them. Screw whoever. It's a kid, so who yeah. cares? They, oh, they don't care. They don't so care. I, we, should, we should just like there's a sleeping bag on the top, but I do hate that. But the, um, the one that I hate the most, and it's not that big of a deal, but to me and my husband, it both is because we're constantly playing chicken, trying to see if the other person can do it, unloading the dishwasher. Mm. I hate it so much. I don't mind loading it. Yep. I don't even mind folding lot. I mean, I don't like any of this stuff, but I can handle that. Unloading the dishwasher, the two of us will play chicken for as long as we possibly can. I don't can. mind that one. I hate it. I feel like it can be done so quickly. I hate it. Um, and the dishes, the plastic is never uh, dry and the Tupperware is never dry, so you have well, to re-dry as it. as your husband said one day, something about Tupperware, he said, 
you can never really get it clean and you can never really get it dry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's totally true. Why do you have to then always take wet. it out of the dishwasher and put it on a dish drainer in order for it to drip mm-hmm. dry? It doesn't mm-hmm. seem right. True. But I don't mind the dishwasher. I, I also put away things that are semi-wet sometimes or I wipe them on my shirt before I put them in. Oh, I oh, do that. Yeah. It's just yeah. the taking it out and putting it on. I don't yeah, know why I hate it. it. No, I'm going to swing by it. your house for dinner soon. <laughs> don't you want to? Yeah. 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 Give me a Tupperware dog. Get back to <laughs> you got it, sister. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> yummy. I don't, you know, so many things that I, there are many chores that I find zen-like. Oh. I don't mind the dishwasher. I don't love it, but I don't mind emptying the dishwasher. I, I see the way that I look at what are the chores that you don't like are when you think, okay, if I could hire somebody to do something, if I could pick like the one thing that I would hire somebody to come and do aside from indulgences, like, yeah, I'd have a hairstylist or yeah, I'd have a manicurist right. or a masseuse or something. Like what's the chore person that you would pick? I have to say, especially at this time of year, I'm getting very tired of raking leaves. I'm getting really, really tired. And I know other people have, like, guys that come with the blowers and the stuff like that. And I have two strapping young sons and assume that would be an indulgence. I'm a good, uptight, cheap Yankee. So, yeah. Oh, terrible at it. It is 45 minutes of complaining about Uh why I shouldn't have to do this and leaves are good for the lawn anyway. And why don't you just leave them there, mom? That's a new one. Yes. And then 15 minutes of actually trying to get leaves into the bags. And yes. then two hours of you afterwards going over the terrible and job they have done. The terrible job that they mm-hmm. have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say on a seasonal basis, it's raking leaves. On a regular basis, I'm also getting very tired of lugging in the groceries. And I'm oh, wondering, I, I, I am starting to. Wow. Because you know what? I drink a lot of booze. <laughs> Me too. I, do, I drink a lot of liquids. <laughs> Liquids of all from all nations. I get it. Of yeah. all ilks. Yeah. yeah. And they tend to be heavy. Sure. Yeah. And, and clink and glass. And clinkety clank. Yep. Yeah. And it just seems maybe I know there's these services. <laughs> maybe it's time to just step up to um, that could be one. Yeah. That that might be one that could bring hey, up the, Mrs. the things Conley. that I need. It's, it's Here we are again. It's Joe from Drizzly again. It's the Tuesday delivery. Yep. <laughs> Did you just open the garage door? I got the forklift coming in. It's gonna be tight. <laughs> yeah, get a little tired of lugging all my boots. <laughs> I get it. That's what it is. I get it. That's what it is. That's right. Well, if that's the worst chore, I guess life is. Not that's so not bad. bad. I that's for me, so it's um, and and I have absolutely zero leg to stand on because my husband does all the laundry. Mm. He washes it all. He folds it all. But then when it comes time to put it away, I hate the putting away. Sometimes there'll be a full laundry basket at the top of the stairs or at the bottom because no one will bring it up, God forbid, when they Mm -hmm. walk up the stairs. Mm -hmm. They'll just walk over it um, with folded pieces of laundry and I'll just look at it and be like, I'll do it later. Why is it so difficult to put it from the basket into the drawer? I don't understand that. And again, I didn't even do the heavy lifting part of it. You'd think I, I could help out, but I don't. Well, but think of it also, I was going to say, our children, our children, <laughs> slash also their mothers, <laughs> who care about this sort of thing, mm-hmm. or who care when it bugs them. When you go to open the t-shirt drawer, and you're Ugh. trying so hard to open it because it's so full, and when you finally get it open, you're like, my God, there's like four seasons of t-shirts that don't even fit these kids anymore. They've got to go through their stuff and clean them out. But instead of actually doing that, you take the clean laundry and, and jam, jam it in, in and shut it yeah. and yeah. then wait till the next time and get mad again. I do like how we all tend to, and I'll speak for myself, these are even my own drawers where it's like lily pads on top of the pond. Like yep. you are only Don't using go the things below that the float on top of the surface yeah. of the drawer. <laughs> You'd be amazed if you if you yeah. look underneath. It's like and a go, duck. 
it's paddling like, underneath. I have a green turtle neck? When yeah. did I get this? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, did, I get it's this. It's like a whole ecosystem yeah. living yeah. under there. Yeah. That's a very good analogy. It is. Think about it. I will also say, our, when we were growing up, our mother would allow us to have our bottom drawer to fill with whatever you wanted. So oh, yeah. your bottom drawer could become Freestyle your... Freestyle drawer. Yeah, like a junk drawer kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then once Freestyle a year, she would make us clean out said junk drawer. And oh, you had I to know, get rid of stuff. And instead of actually getting rid of it, we, being the industrious three girls that we were, would host a quote-unquote fair <laughs> where we would charge our friends admission yep. oh. and then do yeah, prices right like games that we had seen at our nice. grandmother's house on television. Charge for those too. Charge for those. Charge for them to play There's the games. There's a cover charge and, and a to play the games. Charge. And then the prizes would be the crap from our junk drawer. So. And by the way, Look. excellent marketers that we were. They came in droves. They did, and we got rid of everything in our junk drawer. It was fabulous, and we made a profit at the same time. I like. I do like how game shows were a training ground for us on how to become (laughs) masters of commerce. I do too. I did that too. And the best party hosts ever. I'm sorry. Like we've gotten some of the best games at parties. And when you are forced to try and make your very own version of plinko. With oh, using yeah. using limited resources, I think that's a recipe for creativity that a lot of children could use. Mm-hmm. That's got carpentry Plinko. involved. Plinko was nails. I, yeah, Plinko nails. was one of the. I think that was that was my favorite. Let's be honest. What was your favorite Price is Right game? Mine was hands down Plinko. Plinko. Uh uh-uh. uh Whoa, what? I liked the one because I'm a music. Was mom. it the ski ball? Oh no, ski ball was it, too. No, it was the it was the mountain climber oh. who climbs up the, <laughs> the yodeler. That that was impossible to recreate. That was a good one. Well, you had to guess that the, how much it how, like, With, how much it went like, over. Yes. And then it goes off before it goes over the over the cliff. Ding 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 ding. Stop 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 Hans. Stop right there. Put your ice pick and your crampons into the side of the hill. It's five ninety nine. Stop Hans. <laughs> that was a great one. Wait, there was, was one other wait, one. Wait, 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 stop it. Do, <laughs> do the, the music again. How does he yodel? <laughs> it really was like out of control, insane. It was, I think they just took a riff from like sound of music from two little girls with a lonely goat. And they just let it keep going exactly. and oh going. Wait, one, no, one other one was the one with the giant dice. The foam <laughs> dice. Oh, that was you a had to roll one. like underhand like you were throwing a giant softball. Yep. Let it ride. Oh, I wanted oh, one of those it was dice like, It was so like you were a Barbie doll in Vegas. Yes, and although they, now they sell those giant dice at five below. Oh, we have one. Yeah, we have one too. Yeah. I, oh, we should do that uh, at a, oh, it's a great okay. party game. Okay, sorry. Okay, side, uh, personal sidebars yes, on your own brain. time. On your own time. Focus. Speaking of large dice. <laughs> if I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. She's nothing but a pair of large dice. <laughs> yep. I don't even know if I had a nickel means. for every time. Yeah. Go ahead. Ba-ba-ba. You wanted to talk about inventions that we wished we had invented yeah. or wanted to invent. Well, I already, I came up with this topic, but I know what Alexander's response is going to be. And hers, frankly, kind of wins. But I had two. It does. And I think I... I think I'm safe in the assumption that there's probably about 100,000 people out there who've gone to college who could lay claim to having, quote-unquote, invented this as well. Oh, this is a good Which one. is the, know the is. drunk dialing breathalyzer for your phone back in the college days so that your phone would actually shut down if you went to dial an ex's number if you had, oh, had yeah. too much to drink. Yep. So that one's kind of – everybody knows about that. But mm-hmm. I bet there's an app now. Well, yeah, I bet there's an app. Let me phone. interject. You're going to like this interjection. So when I was in Cannes, 
Oh, a few years ago. It does. You know, I travel internationally. And (laughs) so I was at the Advertising Festival and I was viewing some of the entries for most creative uses of social media and emerging media. And somebody invented a similar um, thing to what you're talking about. It was an app. And if a guy, like, you could put, um, you put the app on your friend's phone. And you put in hours, like timing hours, like, okay, from 8 p.m. until, you know, 6 a.m. or whatever it is. And at that point in time, if the owner of the phone tried to contact through any means, phones or email, people that you specified, like you are not calling your ex-girlfriend, you're not calling your ex-girlfriend, it would shoot a post out to social media that oh. Jimmy is trying to contact Sheila or Jimmy is like, oh. it would shame him, like do immediate shaming and block him. Oh, I was going to say, if you're him. that drunk, you're like, I don't care. You know I mean? If you're going to right. call this person. No, but anyway. it was, it was to be getting it out to his friends. Like, yeah. Oh, you need to go talk to Jimmy. Cause he's yeah. about to ping uh, Sheila again. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. so your idea is yeah. the right one. But I mean, so many of us came up with this idea in like the yeah. late eighties, early nineties when we were still using rotary phones. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're on the right track. Yeah. But now the technology's there. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to know. My other one though, really quickly was, uh, we for years played a game, which we called salad bowl, where you yeah. tear up pieces of paper. It's the best people. game. Best game it's ever. Best Explain game. the game. Well, so basically you, you write down famous people, characters, um, fictitious cartoons, you know, whatever celebrities, and you throw them into a bowl, and then you take turns describing them to one another. Nowadays, it's called Heads Up, and it Ellen is. DeGeneres oh, owns yeah, the not. rights. We both have it on our. Phones. We both have it. We it's, play it all the time. But the pro- but it's not as good as Salad Bowl. Totally. And we for years talked about putting a we patent on this. Salad Bowl back at like again. We're talking 20, 30 years ago. God, we'd be wealthy now. Although I can tell you, you know what? We could still do it. We could make an actual game. We've just let all of our listeners know about it. Four or five of you. They're all running to their interweb. All right, Alex, you use yours because I do like yours. And to this day, no one's come up with it. Okay, so it was many moons ago. I was driving to New York to visit you, Jennifer. And I was with my then-boyfriend, now-husband. And I believe our younger sister, maybe even mom. I I don't remember. Anyway... Um, we were driving to New York, and as we head out on the Mass Pike, I mean, it was it was rush hour, but it was nothing crazy. All of a sudden, it's like dead stop traffic, and we're annoyed because we want to get to New York. We're thirsty, obviously. Sure. We're gonna, you know, we know we know what's waiting for us at Jennifer's apartment, <laughs> and there we are, just in a dead stop. Everyone's in a dead stop. We're inching along and inching along, and this also, I believe, we had cell phones on on us that but it was before texting it was just you could call someone and that was sort of the extent there was no you know right. no, no smartphone so as we inch up and inch up you know half an hour later we finally get to what the problem is it's a car that's just pulled over by the side of the road maybe it had a flat tire ran out of gas who knows rubber necking yeah and that's all it was it was you know hundreds thousands of people rubber necking and so i came up with the idea called the big black sheet. And what I was going to do was I was going to market this and, and, and sell it so that every Toyota Ford, every car had it in, in their trunk. And what it was is if you had, if your car broke down or if you were in an accident or whatever the Mm -hmm. case was, you would take out the big black sheet. It would be about 12 inches from, from stem to stern. And what you would do is you would kind of like, uncollapse it and it would sort of break you know like i'm trying to think what would expand yeah one of those expandable things like those um like those magic ones that would just kind of open up like an accordion yes Yes. thank you and it would 
made, it would create this giant big black sheet that you would then put around your car. So when people are like, oh, something's happening. Oh, no, there's no point in slowing down. All it is is a big black sheet. Literally nothing to see. I'm sorry, but it's genius. It is. And as I said, I was gonna sell it to all I I was gonna sell it to all of the car manufacturers and make a bazillion dollars so that it would cut down on traffic and rubbernecking. Yes. And every time to this day that I pass by some ridiculous Mm -hmm. tiny fender bender that I have been sitting for a half an hour to inch past, I think of the big black sheet. Black sheet. Next time you pass one, let us know if you think about it. I Here's where my human intuition kicks in and challenges the big black sheet. Bring okay. it, because I will shoot you down so fast. You have no uh, idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe the big black sheep, sheep. If it were a sheep. You do want to say sheep. If it was a huge sheep mm-hmm. that you had blocking it, I, I'd invest in that. But if it's just a sheep, like, oh, there's a, there's a big black that sheep That is the over biggest there. sheep I've ever seen. <laughs> Does it have a flat tire? Slow down, honey. i got to see that sheep. It's i got to get a picture of the sheep. Um. I Holy sheep! It would... <laughs> I have to go there. She couldn't wait. You're She's really... like, can I interject? Do I not? Oh no, god. I'm going to go for it. Like, I, was, I, was, it. I, I wasn't going to yeah. do it, but I did. I had to. Oh okay. my god. Okay. I guess my point is, I believe people will rubberneck at anything that is out of the ordinary. And imagine if like every mile, there's a big black sheet that is blocking... A run of the mill. But you can't see but behind the sheet. I know. So my mind would lose my mind. I would still slow down trying to get around the big black sheet going, maybe I'll be able to spot something. Oh, I saw a high heel. Ooh, I saw it. It's, it's a Mercedes. Ooh, I can almost see. But you see. couldn't even see that on the first couple tries. On the, well, okay, you can. <laughs> you can you can hang out and do, you know, 22 in the right-hand lane. But the rest of us are going to be like, can't. No, big black sheet. Later. And then we'd skadooch right around you. So, All right. uh, yeah, so I'm saying maybe, like, what what this is, is we're going to train all those dumb sure. dumbs on the road. just get where you're going. Just go, because yeah. you know what? So even if someone's things. getting murdered behind the big black sheet, it's sure. none of your business. Actually, not for nothing. That would be a great thing to sell to I, serial killers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a whole Do you want to murder someone in public? Big black big sheet. Big black sheet. That's all I'm By saying. By the way, total sidebar on that one. Yeah. When you're driving in these rural areas on giant highways, I'm always like, there's so many good places to dump a body. Why do people always dump bodies in such obvious places? I agree. I have actually driven past places, and I have no Mm, homicidal tendencies, but I thought to myself, that would be a great place to dump a body. I've thought that before. Yeah. I'm just curious. There might be one in there. Yeah. Actually, you know know what? That's true. There could be a lot. Like, when you drive in the middle of nowhere I mean, you're not combing through it to see if anybody Mm -mm. agreed with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously. I mean, well. It's a little bit creepy. Yeah. Well, if yeah, I would say that those like you know what probably the probably the good serial killers. You know the good ones. Oh. <laughs> Tell us more about this. You know the good. Ones. Yeah, you know the good ones. <laughs> the Bundys. Yeah, the Mansons. What, what is the serial killer with a heart of gold? They what got is caught. They I'm saying caught the here. ones. Oh, we you mean don't the most know. effective serial killer? Oh, the ones that continue to elude <laughs> the law. Is that where we're going? I That's see. Exactly. I where see I'm the going. varsity. Serial killers. <laughs> the intelligent ones is what I'm saying. Yes. They probably have done exactly that. We sure. don't even know what's been happening. They're, All they're those in our unsolved. Midst. Yeah. yeah. They're probably listening to this. Where right were now. you the other night, actually, Jennifer, now that we're talking You'll never about know. this? Mm-hmm. But I mean, seriously, like it's true, there are a lot of them out there. My kids are really into dateline lately, which is a little oh, disconcerting. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it will <laughs> make them think someone's getting the best part the other day <laughs> from the other room date. I hear this. What does homicide mean? I'm like, okay, I think we've had enough dateline. What about Dora the Explorer? I wonder yeah. where she's going. Okay, moving on. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Um 
Oh, inventions. So my invention, I literally have the prototype of the invention sitting in my hall closet. And I have been talking about this to the point where my family doesn't want to hear about it anymore. I want to hear. Nobody wants to hear about it anymore because I just need to think. It's one of those projects where I think we should just, you should just help me get it going. I have the best purse ever made. Oh, boom. The best purse ever made. I bought it uh, when I was in Singapore many Uh years ago. Again, Again, international traveler. International travel. (laughs) Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. I'm traveling the world. Uh, behind a big black sheet. <laughs> I was in New Hampshire three months ago. That's right. No passport right. necessary. The kids and I are going to Ohio in three months. I'll send you a card. Um, anyway, I Singapore. I do you, also have a business trip to Indiana in my oh, midst. See, bragger. Yeah, now a lot of people are going to believe that we're regular people. Now they hear all the throwing this around. I know. I just went a list on you all. This was a long time ago. Um, so I was on certainly on a company's dime, and so Singapore, for those who may not have visited, is hot, 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 and humid virtually all the time. It's just a sticky armpit of a of a place with very uptight. We must be clean and not chew gum kind of rules. Wow. And because it is so hot. The nicer parts of Singapore are all really one huge interconnected mall. It's just air-conditioned mall, and people just go in and out and in and out, and shopping is like a competitive sport there. You know, it's just really, it's a big consumer kind of shopping place. And so anyway, I went shopping at one of the big department stores, and um, uh, I wish I could remember. It's like Tagayashi. It's a Japanese store. Can't remember I'm gonna to try to speak Japanese and fail. So I'm gonna <laughs> like, stop that. It, wait, what literally I had a spasm. Yeah. I just okay. forget it. It was a, it was a department store. And so I saw this bag. Hey, Paul Fleming's chain. I, I was gonna say it. Okay. <gasps> Are you gonna throw back to PF Chang? I was gonna I know. It still, it still stings, doesn't Listeners, it? do you remember what we found uh, out about PF Chang? Paul Fleming's uh, Ouch. Sorry, me. I just put a put a pin in that balloon of yours. Anyway, go ahead. Back to Singapore. We go. Um, so I go shopping in the purse department, find this purse. It comes in three colors. I look at it and I'm like, oh, this is genius. This purse is a shoulder bag and it seamlessly turns into, like seamlessly turns into a backpack. And it's not a weird little backpack that's so small it looks ridiculous on your back. And it's not a big honking backpack that doesn't look like a purse anymore. It looks like a knapsack. This is, and this, and it's the most seamless construction I've ever seen. And it's good looking bag. And it's very simple. And it's got these zip, really great bag. Everywhere I took that bag, invariably, I'm not kidding. Every day that I took the bag, someone would say, I love your bag. Where'd you get that bag? Wow. Where'd your bag? Where'd your bag? And I'd say, watch. And I would switch from whatever I was doing. If it was backpack, oh, like turn to the shoulder. It was literally like a transformer bag. And be like, that is awesome. Where'd you get it? And I would always have to say, and I and I've looked it up, and it's a label I can't find anywhere. You know, it has I can't. I've never seen anything like it. So here's the perfect. Bag. I want in on that company. I ruined it because I hung it off my suitcase when I was dragging my suitcase across the floor of baggage claim someplace, and it hung down too low and started scraping all in front of it. So I literally can't use it anymore. But I have it, and I want to take it. I have to figure out who do you take this to to go. Make a bag prototype. A, yeah, a little seamstress in Singapore. Would so be anyway, my, that's my, I, I don't want to go too long on this, but that's my invention and we're going to make a million dollars and everybody oh, start being friends with us because we're going to be rich. And this is our last podcast. And, <laughs> and so it's been great doing this with you because um, now I'm a purse mogul. I am, um, when we stop taping, I would like to have a quick look-see. Okay, we'll bag. try. Because we'll try. I have zero um, seamstress skills, but yep. I may know a guy. Nice. what I'm saying. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 
Now, we're going to close today with a term that I know you're going to start singing when I say it, but I'll say it anyway. Um, I had what I consider to be a synchronicity moment. Everything she does is magic. I, there we go. <laughs> Everything she did just turns me on. That's not from that record, though. Are you sure? I'm is spirits sure. in the material world in there? We are spi- no, I like the way they say spirits. So. Uh, wait a minute. What, what? So. All right. Listeners, get back to us. Yeah. So synchronicity, as I like to determine, to define it, is when something happens and then something completely unrelated happens that you find meshing itself to the first thing. Give us an example, Ellen. I'm going to give you the example right now. Okay. So I had to go to the doctor yesterday for a checkup. And as part of that checkup, and I apologize again for taking us here, I had to have a urine test. Mm-hmm. So I had to go into the bathroom and give Poop a sample. Poop on the shoe segment, give folks. A sample Poop coming. on the shoe. So, um, so anyway, I did. And you just leave it there in the bathroom and they come collect it. And I remember remarking to myself, ah, it's so pale. I remember when I was pregnant and you were doing these all the time because of the vitamins. It was always like vivid coloring, whatever. <laughs> Too much for everybody. But anyway, so I just remember remarking to myself, oh, it's such a pale and pleasant color. That's fine. I'm sure I'm healthy. Great. Moving right along. Like a butter yellow? No, not even. Like a, like a lemon yellow? You know what? I'll tell you exactly what it looks like. Because today oh. I was preparing our margaritas. And which which are delish, by the way. I, it's, it's, I tell you, I pride myself. And so I needed to make simple sugar. For those of you who don't make simple sugar, it's easy. Simple syrup. Simple syrup, thank you. It's equal parts sugar and water. Boil yep. them, let it get a little syrupy. You got, got your, there you go, simple syrup. And so I was pouring it into the jar to put into the refrigerator and cool in advance of margaritas. And I thought, that is almost the exact same color as my urine. <laughs> Do you know what that means? You got that the sugar. That No. <laughs> I have or some that. people in my family who <laughs> refer to diabetes as the sugar. <laughs> They'll say, for example, oh, she's got the sugar. <laughs> yeah. That has now gone into my family. Yeah, my husband. In your like, vernacular? Oh, I got the sugar now. You're welcome. Like, okay. Just, um, but no, I was going to tell you, I think it means you're actually very healthy. Like, it's when it's like bright yellow or like, you know, nuclear yellow. That's just like, dude, you got to pee more often. Yeah. I know that to be true. It's not a problem. And I'm a doctor, so I should know. I guess. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm, I'm a certified urologist. She does right? so many things on the side that we never yeah. even so hear hats. about. So that was my synchronicity moment. Uh, would anybody like to try to top that? Oh, that's hard to things, When together. things happen, you go, I can't believe I was just doing that yesterday. And this person said this today. Those are the synchronicity moments. You know what I mean? Clearly, Alexander and I are having <laughs> trouble with the definition. You guys, literally, for our listening audience at home, like you have never seen. Let me tell you, listening audience, listening audience, let me tell you something. Um, when you open your jaw and you leave it hanging open while you look up at the ceiling aimlessly trying to catch a thought, it doesn't make you look smart. That's just, that's just my, it's two cents for your next interview, your job how, interview. How about this for synchronicity? Yeah. Ellen tells us. Before we start this, that we're going to do this, and Jennifer and I nod and like, yeah, okay, oh, we got these, it. <laughs> these margaritas are delicious. Does that count when no. I'm like not really working? Um, okay, so things don't really so connect. My, so things don't connect so much in my world. So should, my topic, been I, the last my topic is a total fail. <laughs> should have been the first. That was a tough case. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll just, you know, we're going to do a quick speed round. Oh, oh, yes, oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm excited for the Hold on, let me get the rest of my, um, my right. margarita. Okay, quick speed round for okay. those who be educated. Um, this is one of these icebreaker things that I've done for many, many years. And it's basically 
I get to rule the room and ask any question I want of everybody in the room, and they have to answer quickly. There's no time to think, because the longer you have to think, then you lie. Okay. And this is how we find out things about people. So I'm going to ask a question, and Alex will answer, Jen will answer me, and I will answer as well. And okay. it's just, we'll just, I'll stop when I decide I want to stop and, and discuss what I hear. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So, name the name of the first person you kissed. John Cannon. Uh, um, um, oh, Andy Alves. Brian Moore. Oh, Andy Alves. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Huh. Who was the first person you really made out with? Jeff Walker. Ben Tucker. You? Brian Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Why is these names guess, so funny? I guess all I want to say is that the first kiss to the make out was pretty seamless. <laughs> okay. Didn't, yeah. yeah. What, did it all happen on the same day? No. Oh, oh my God. Years and years and years apart. Not for Brian years. Ward. Really? Brian Ward had a good day. War. War. My yeah. bad. And he knows, uh, he will listen to this and okay. I'm uh, dead my, in the water. Oh, good. Mine, mine. No, he'd be pleased. He'd be pleased. Mine no, you did a great job, him. Brian. You did a great job. Still mine, love you, honey. Mine were separated by years. Okay. Years and years. Okay. When's the last time you saw that guy? Oh my God. I have no idea. Oh, I think he had a birthday on Facebook recently. Does that count? <laughs> no. I, I didn't. You haven't I, contacted him since. I, I haven't. I'm kind. I used to be great at, at Facebook birthdays. And She's looking so apologetic. Like, oh, I haven't. No, but I mean, I used to be really good at Facebook birthdays. And yeah, now like the days start and I'm like, I just don't have it in me anymore. So, so, hey. Facebook friends, if I don't wish you a happy birthday, it's not because I don't love you. It's just, you know, the day got away from me. How about you? Or because uh, we any didn't make con- out. Any contact with your first grade. make out artist? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we share the same birthday. So oh. so every now and then, <laughs> okay. randomly, I'll get an email or, or that kind of thing. And I actually got one on my birthday this year. And I haven't talked to him in ages. And yeah. your husband knows? Well, actually... In a serendipitous moment. Oh. A synchronicity. Oh, that's what I meant. Please tell. He actually wound up going to the same college as my husband. This is <gasps> weird. What? Wow. Yeah, they both went to Hobart. Did they know that? Yeah. Well, I mean, after the fact. I didn't huh. meet my husband until much later. No, but he went to Hobart? Why are you giving me that look? I, I just... Are you just I guess Because no. we're going to get a ton of mail. No, no. I, I, I'm more giving this guy props. I didn't know he got so far out of his hometown. I mean, okay. good for him. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Bring, bring I'm just dial saying. Dial it back. I'm, I'm, I tip my hat. Yeah. Now, I was going to ask you questions about first times for other things, but I'm not going to because you've never done them. Never. never. No, you've never done them. And for anybody who has kids, no. we never have done them. No. No, we wouldn't. But what was the name? What was the first name of your college roommate freshman year? Oh, God, what was it? Jen. Jen Barber. I, did I say Jessica, first? Jessica Allen. <laughs> Okay. I, was, I thought you were going to say Je- Jessica Alba, because I said Barber, and you said Jessica. No. That would be great if you Stephanie were... Stephanie Flack. Well, wow. You have good names. War, Flack. I do. War and Flack. Great book. <laughs> <laughs> long. <laughs> but good. It's very long. It's a War thick and one. Flack? No, it's a great book. Boy, talk, boy, talk <laughs> about it. It was never peace. Talk about million inventions. War and Flack. flack. Yeah. Well, but then you put the big black sheet no. up over it and you couldn't Nothing tell. Yeah, no, no, Nothing you couldn't tell about the flack. Yeah. Um, Name your first car. Oh, the Blueberry. What is that? Oh, the it's Chevette. a blue Chevette. Yeah. Duh. Well, I had the Chevette, but before that I had this Chevy Citation. Oh, you did have this mm. silver one. Yeah. That was a nice one. Yeah, it was a standard, and it had red pleather vinyl seating and mm. no real working That's stereo, nice. so I used to drive around with a boombox in it. 
I forgot about that. Wait, what about you, Alan? What was your first car? Oh, uh, well, my grandmother got bamboozled into buying a um, Chevy Nova uh, with bench seats, yeah. red plaid bench seats. Yeah. And my, I, I brought it home from Connecticut, pulled up to my sister and brother-in-law's house, and my brother-in-law took one look at it and said, yeah, this frame's been bent. This car's been totaled. Let's unload this thing. Oh. So we sold it, and I got a 1974 Mercury Capri V6 Ooh, with a Radio Shack uh, aftermarket cassette deck. Nice. Do you want to know? Smoke a... on the water. Any questions? Okay. <laughs> um, little known fact about the Chevy Nova. Coming to you from someone with a BS in marketing, yeah. and yeah. that's a Bachelor of Science degree in marketing. Yeah. I learned this in college. Do you know why the Chevy Nova totally failed yes. in Latin America? Yeah. Because it was I, translated into. <laughs> does not go. Fine, whatever. You know what? Shut up! <laughs> hate you guys. <laughs> hate all you guys. You know what? All this has been now. a really fun. <laughs> We're spiraling. This out has of been a really fun speed round. Uh, listeners, I want to apologize for some of the behavior <laughs> that has been exhibited today, mostly Alex's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There she goes again. Um, this has been the Margarita episode. Clearly. Of Total Sidebar. And maybe we're going to go back to a, what, to wine. Uh, but we'll see. We want to hear from you guys. Remember the sound in the background. That you hear is Santa. Santa and his elves. It's on his way. Yep. Start, that's the season. Um, anytime you're done. Actually, I do want to finish this. Remind me, I do want to finish with one anecdote. Um, so the dog that you hear is a dog I've been taking care of while a friend is out of town. And I have one old cat and now one dog living in the house. And all I have to say is I'm going to do my impression of what the sounds are in my house. First, it's the old cat cleaning herself. And that'll go on for, I don't know, so let's say seven minutes. And then there'll be a blessed silence of about a minute. And then the dog will decide that he has to clean his armpit. This is so gross. I know. And then it's silence. And that's great. We can all go to sleep now. And then somebody has an itch. <laughs> Just Every little thing she does is magic. Every little thing she does. So if anybody has a solution to that problem, please get back to us at Total Sidebar. And remember, write us anyway. Tell us what you thought of today's episode, because I'm really curious. Ellen Cumley, Jen Palmer, and Alex Sumway saying goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.